is Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. It's Thursday, October 27th, 2022, and I just watched the debate on News Center 6, moderated by Pat Callahan, between Democratic Governor Janet Mills and Republican former Governor Paula Page. In Maine, the governor's race, I think this is maybe one of the last debates. There might be one next week. I've watched the last few with Nick Murray from the Maine Policy Institute, who is watching a dog tonight, so he can't be with us. And I just have to say that um, I think the debates have been sort of ho-hum, and it's a little bit of a struggle to even find the debates in Maine. And one of the things that I resent <laughs> is that these media organizations that uh, that hold the debates, they don't want anyone to come. You know, they just want it to be an exclusive event. The candidates come and they want to put it out on social media and slice and dice it and certainly make as much money on ads as they can for producing the forum, which I get. But it seems to me that since COVID, you know, nothing is live. So there's no debate where you can actually go and sit in the audience and therefore I think the debates are useless because they're serving an audience of people who probably have already made up their minds. I just don't think that undecided voters are going to find the debate. First of all, it's very hard to find. If you're an online person, it's not readily available to watch the debate. Uh, it, it took me a few clicks. Um, and um, I don't know. It, uh, Janet Mills wins, I think. Janet Mills wins tonight's debate because she's ahead in the polls. Her favorability ratings are extremely high. She's one of the most liked politicians in the state. I think she might be right up there with Angus King. And Paula Page needs to move the needle in these things, and he doesn't because he doesn't have any real new ideas and as much as he wants to attack Janet Mills for her handling of the pandemic, I think most people, when they put up the facts that we are the oldest state and we have the highest vaccination rate and the lowest death rate, that is a counterbalance to any concerns that people might have with schools. Now, in individual towns like Cape Elizabeth, where I live, certainly there is local uh, resentment or support for decisions made at the local level in regards to schools. But when it comes to state government, I, I just don't think Paula Page attacking Janet for her handling of COVID is going to push independence into his camp. I think Janet's big success tonight was her quote, uh, I have spent the better part of my career listening to loud men talking tough to disguise their weakness. And that's what I hear from Paul LePage today. I think she had a good moment there. Uh, she looked um, just like resolute and strong and a little bit exasperated with this exercise of dancing around Paul LePage with these facts. And as much as he, I think, he did okay. I mean, he, he, you know, I didn't think he looked as good as last time. Um, he, 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 you know, abortion didn't come up with Pat Callahan or if it did, I missed it. Uh, I think Paula Page certainly is holding his own, but as Janet said, it, a vote for Paula Page seems like 
a step backwards. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like a direction forward. He's not bringing to the table any real new ideas. And so I think the debates for the most part have been, um, you know, just a neutral event. Uh, I think that the candidates probably can make something of the content and use it for their campaigns. Certainly the television stations and the media organizations, all three of them in Maine can use the debates to sell ads. But in terms of actually moving the electorate, um, I don't think, I don't think much was done. And I'm still happy to, um, happy to have watched, happy to have been a part of it online. Not that much fun just because nobody, you know, not many people are really engaged. (laughs) Not many people are paying attention. Um, it's interesting to me, this, the, every single time, um, the gender queer book comes up in the campaign, in the debates, you know, I just can't help but think that the author of that book has gotten a huge, uh, I'm sure people are just buying that book just because the name keeps coming up and it might be like reverse psychology or some sort of weird conspiracy theory to, um, market, market books. But, um, that book certainly has come up a lot in in debates and it's just odd to me <laughs> that a book called Gender Queer keeps popping up in debates in Maine. Um So that's it. Uh it's been it's been fun covering the debates. I don't think I um I don't think I I definitely do not believe that either candidate moved anyone who was on the fence substantially in one direction or the other. However, I think Janet held her own and she came across as a leader with a track record and given her favorability, given her poll numbers, given the numbers when it comes to the economy, when it comes to her handling of COVID, the recent numbers with respect to education, which are hurtful and the inflationary pressures which are very, very hurtful, but I don't think Janet will feel so much the pinch from people. I don't think people are going to hold Janet Mills, you know, accountable for inflation. They're going to, they're going to blame Joe Biden for that. But so I think, I think Janet Mills wins the debates. I think Janet Mills wins the election. That's my, that's my take as of today. And, uh, and that's it. And I'll, until next time, I'll see you next time.